They did this one for Tavares, though. This is a big win. Uh, Matthew said it after the game. This one was for him. He's our captain. He's our guy. And, and this is this one was for him. So uh, big shout out to the Leafs for, for coming out and uh, putting that last game behind them and being the Toronto Maple Leafs that we saw in the regular season. All right. Welcome back to Unlimited. Big W for the Toronto Maple Leafs tonight in game two over the Montreal Canadiens. Big bounce back win. They avenge the John Tavares injury in the best way possible with a big statement win um, in the next game after that. Before we get started, make sure you guys subscribe to the channel. Tyler and I are doing reactions after every single Leafs playoff game. So subscribe if you want to stay along for the ride and give the video a thumbs up. And yeah, Tyler Moore, how are you doing? And what were your first initial reactions to this outcome? I'm doing great. Thanks again for, for having me on for these. It should be a, an interesting ride throughout the playoffs. Hopefully hope it's so. a long yeah. one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I thought it definitely a good, uh, a good bounce back game. It just looked like the, the Leafs came out with, with a lot of energy. It was definitely a different tone I think I think the Tavares injury took a lot of air out of both teams the first game so it was a pretty quiet game overall but this game I think both teams came out of the gate pretty hot and I think the Leafs um after after giving up that goal there I think they really kind of got into their zone and really started playing well they were hard on the forecheck getting pucks in deep lots of shots on nets and yeah, it was definitely night and day from the first game. A lot, uh, a lot more action, a lot uh, better performance from the Leafs. Yeah, and I guess like not the start that they won, giving up the first goal, but they looked okay. I would say like throughout the first um, portion of the game, like they got a lot of scoring chances. They just couldn't capitalize early on, um, and then obviously that that goal, a little bit of miscommunication in front of net with Hall um, there in front, and caught Kaniemi was able to bang it home, but like just rebounds, and like there was a big scramble in front. It's tough for the goalie and the defenseman to really uh settle down, especially when you're outnumbered in front of your crease. Um, but then yeah, they, they did a great job of bouncing back. You know, we we talked about all like adversity, right? In the last episode, coming back from the Tavares injury, and in this game, being down one nothing, that's even more adversity, um, especially when the Leafs wanted to get off to a much better start and and pr and probably take the lead early in this game and hold on to it. They didn't get the lead right off the bat, but they managed to uh, to come back. Um, big goal um, after that. Um, who got the first? Oh yeah, Jason Spezza got the first goal um, right off the bench, booked it straight into uh, the Toronto zone, intercepted the pass. I think it was intended for Simmons. And then he just basically did his vintage wrist shot and uh, mm -hmm. short side on, on Carey Price. So that was a great one. Um, what did you think of the power play, though? Power play got two big goals, Rasmus Sandin and William Nylander with a, a good shot there off the, the mat. Matthews had a great shot that hit the post and then Nylander banged it home. Um, what, why do you think they were able to, to score tonight? Did you notice anything different about it? I don't know. I mean, they, they did give Sandine the, the chance to play with the top unit there, and he, he rewarded uh, rewarded Keefe's decision with the goal, so we'll see if that sticks. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think it was just higher energy. They just looked a lot more active, a lot more engaged in the play, getting it getting in the corners and fighting for the loose pucks, and I, I think that just makes all the difference in the playoffs. You can have as many fancy plays drawn up on the power play as much as you want, but at the end of the day, it's just it takes you working harder than the other team to score a goal. And I think 
I think that's just what happened. It's it's definitely nice to see the Leafs power play get back on track, scoring two in a game. Obviously, Sandine getting his first career playoff goals is really good to see. It's I'm really happy they kept him in the lineup. He looked really good to end the the regular season there. So it's nice that they they reward him for good play with with a extended look and decent ice time in the playoffs, especially being on that first power play unit. They Keith definitely could have considered taking him out after he he might have made a mistake on that uh, second goal the from game one, but he decides mm-hmm. to keep him in and Keith gets rewarded by uh, by Sandine scoring. So yeah, I think just outworking the other team is really the the main the main difference there I didn't see them trying to do anything different than they have been on the power play they just looked a lot more active tonight yeah I agree with that a lot more aggressive they were setting up Matthews a lot um, for the one-timers and just puck movement as well was a lot better I would say Um, and also I guess just getting as many power plays as they did helped a Mm -hmm. lot with uh, just like getting used to um, the power plays and getting more reps at it um, they would improve, improve as they went along. And yeah, that Sandine shot was a big blast, uh, top of the circle. Um, great heads up play by him just to shoot that on net and a good pass uh, from Marner as well. Um, and then we see so many times where Matthews hits the the puck off the post there on the power play, like he did it in the, the first game. And the Leafs sometimes, like they, they should capitalize more on the rebounds, um, but they don't. And Nylander did a great job this time of, of putting that home and, and putting that like in the corner and not just like yep. panicking with the shot, but it was like a perfectly placed shot um, uh, overpriced there. So I think they did a good job of that. Um, yeah, they showed a lot of clips of like Sandine and Thornton because they were minus two in, in the first game. But I think both of them had um, great games in this one. Uh, Jack Campbell, once again, uh, I have no problems with him um, in net. He's looked great. He got like a 930 save percentage last game. Um, it must be somewhere around that this game, if not higher. Um, and yeah, um, overall, I think really good game statement game, uh, really good job from the Leafs. It's going to be tough heading into Montreal, obviously, but maybe it takes a little bit of pressure off them because, um, it's like a business trip, you know, like they're, they're away from Toronto. They can only focus on hockey now away from their families. Um, and there's no fans in Montreal for these, for games three and four. So maybe that takes a little bit of pressure off them as well. And, gives the Leafs uh, um, a bit more of an advantage um, if there were fans, for sure, in, in Montreal. Um, but there's a big debate coming up because there's a back-to-back games on on Monday and, and Tuesday, uh, games three and four. And the debate is, do you play Frederick Anderson in game four, the second game of the back-to-back? What are your thoughts on that, especially with Campbell playing so well right now? Yeah, that that's obviously a really tough call. I mean, in in the regular season there, you saw them pretty reluctant. So they didn't even dress Campbell on most of the back to backs. They would they would go with Hutchison as the backup. And um, I mean, in the playoffs, I think you just have to go all out to win every single game. You have to treat every game like it's your last game of the season, no matter what the the score in the series is. So. I think if, if Campbell comes out and has another good game, like he's like he's had the first two games of the series, I, I think you have to play him for game four, regardless of the back-to-back. I think it's just too important a game. You can't – I mean, Anderson is obviously – it's a good luxury to have, to have a goalie like Anderson as, as your backup. But being that he, he only got into one game there to end the regular season, he's only gotten in one game in the last, what, three or four weeks, I think yeah. – 
I think you have to uh, you have to go with the hot hand no matter what uh, the rest period and and just see what happens. Um, if I were Keith, I would definitely be be telling Campbell to be ready to to go on a back to back. I agree with that too. Like in like most playoffs, if there's a back to back, like they would go with the starter in both the games. But I think the Leafs have a very unique situation now with having Anderson as a backup who is basically a starter on on any other, any other team. Arguably the starter on the Leaf, not not right now, but he he is he, he was the starter. He's starter caliber, you know. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I agree with you though. I think if Jack Campbell plays well in Game Three, like you don't want to mess up the mojo, right? And we know Anderson struggles in the playoffs. Like he hasn't been that good. He's let in some softies. Um, he has stolen a couple of games, but um, it hasn't worked out, right? So maybe just keep Jack Campbell in, new flow, new vibes, and uh, hopefully different outcome with Campbell. So yeah, hopefully he doesn't get like 50 saves in uh, game three and like just get so tired, Jack Campbell. Um, but I don't think that's going to happen. The Leafs have played super well defensively, so... Yeah, no, another game like tonight where he gets, I think he ended up with less than 20 shots on goal. I think that would be ideal if he can, the Leafs can limit it to 20, 25 shots. And in game three, I think he'll, he should be good to go. That's, that's definitely good enough. Not seeing a lot of action. Like he, even the 20 shots he faced tonight weren't, there weren't really many opportunities or chances when he needed to make a a great save tonight. It was a pretty quiet game on, on his end. The Leafs seemed to drive a lot of the plays. So if, Leafs can carry that momentum and and limit the shots and chances in Game Three. I think he should definitely be be well rested going into Game Four. I, I think so too. Yeah, you just got to run with him. I think he's been great, and let's hope that keeps going. So, um, yeah, I think that's really all we have to discuss on um, like the John Tavares injury update. I guess uh, two weeks with a uh, knee injury, similar to the one that Zach, Zach Hyman has. Did you hear about that? The, the knee? He, no, he I didn't knee. hear it he, was a knee. Yeah, oh. well, concussion. Interesting. Concussion yeah, is the first one. Obviously. <laughs> and then also, uh, like, no neck injury or spine That's injury. Um, but, yeah, he got a knee injury, suffered on the hit from Ben Chirot. Um, So that's a two-week timetable. And then the concussion, there's no timetable for. Um, but I think, like we said in, in the last video, like, concussions can kind of vary um exactly you never know but that's interesting so he got injured on both hits he got injured on the initial hit from Sherrod and then the the knee from Perry it would have been would have been really interesting to see like if Tavares got up from just the knee because like Mm -hmm. I don't know how serious that knee is like there's they're comparing it to the uh the Hyman injury but the way that Tavares reacted to just the knee I guess like it was just a quick reaction before he um perry need him but it didn't look like he was in a lot of pain from just that knee mm-hmm. um but it, it would have been cool to see if if he could actually skate off on his own power and stuff like that but but yeah two-week timetable for the knee which is good you know it's like second round i guess if they make it um but then the concussion you don't know how serious it is and it's tough to even evaluate concussions um and the severity of them, like some can take a couple of weeks, some can take months um, or, you know, longer than that. Let's hope it's uh, short, um, but the Leafs are going to take their time with it, I think, and and do it whatever's right. So, yeah, it, they did this one for Tavares, though. This is a big win. Uh, Matthew said it after the game. This one was for him. He's our captain. He's our guy. And, and this is this one was for him. So uh, big shout out to the Leafs for, for coming out and uh, putting that last game behind them and 
being the Toronto Maple Leafs that we saw in the regular season. So yeah, yeah, it's also that, good to see yeah. good to see Felino there getting yeah, he did great second too. line center. He was great on the draw. I think that's all you can ask for. He I think he, he, he won like twelve draws and lost. I think two. I heard that. Yeah, twelve and two on the draw. So you can't ask for much more. Obviously, he's not known as the biggest offensive guy, and you're not exactly gonna gonna replace um, the production that Tavares Tavares can do. So. Yeah, yeah, just getting in, winning draws, being good defensively, hard on the forecheck is kind of all you can ask for. So hopefully he he keeps up that and it gives a chance for for a guy like I think Engvall was was who got into the lineup tonight mm-hmm. um, with with Tavares out. So gives gives Engvall a chance to get in. Maybe they try to rotate guys through. Maybe Brooks sees a game. Yeah, Galchenyuk um, was in there too tonight. Galchenyuk um, was in there Nash, too. So Nash was out. Yeah. yeah, so nice to see them kind of rotating guys through the lineup to see what works. And hopefully Brooks will get a game in there for his first uh, first taste of playoff hockey and see Maybe. what he can do. And yeah, just an injury always opens up opportunities for, for some of the lesser guys. So hopefully one of them can step up and uh, and yeah. get a goal or get a big assist or a big hit or, or something like that and, and really make a name for themselves. I really liked Engvall's game tonight. He was flying out there. He had a couple great scoring chances. Um, Price, like, there was one that, like, just nicked the top of Carey Price's pad. Could have gone in. Um, But, yeah, he's been good. He's a good penalty killer as well. But, yeah, I agree. They got so much depth um, with with Brooks. um, And Riley Nash now sitting on the bench, too. They can always bring him back in. So, uh, and, uh, like the Marlies just finished their season too. So a bunch of them will be coming onto the taxi squad. I'm sure, uh, yeah, Robertson Roberts, might see a game and he might. Yeah, for sure. The back to back might be really telling, um, mm-hmm. of what the Leafs plan to do. But, but then again, like you play your best guys, right? You play your best yeah. guys. It's playoff time. Like Mitch Marner played 27 minutes in game one. I didn't even know that when we were doing wow. the reaction, like that's crazy stuff. But, uh, yeah. Anyways, uh, the superstition worked. Kinda. I didn't really get it up by the end of uh, last episode, um, but uh, I got two of them now. I think it, it looks pretty good. Um, I'm lucky that I'm I I made it so that I'm in the middle and I'm not cutting them off. Um, but yeah, we will be back on Monday night, uh, reacting to Game Three um, against Montreal. Should be a great one. Uh, Tyler, thank you very much for for coming out and doing this again. Subscribe to the channel, guys. Like the video, and we will see you guys on Monday night slash Tuesday morning for a game three action. See you guys later.